This is the So Worth It podcast, a place where we're talking about growing a business while raising a family, not to mention all of the crazy, fun, and hard stuff that comes with it. I'm sure I don't have to tell you, none of it's easy, but it is so worth it. If that sounds like your sort of thing, stick around. I'm your host, Jackie Ellis. Welcome to the show. Well, hey, 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 welcome back to the podcast. As I record this, I am waiting for one of my contractors to show up and finish, or I guess the tile setter to show up and finish a little tiny bit of tile in the bathroom. This is the project that we have been like in the midst of for almost a year. I'm not even kidding you. And it's going to feel so good to have that done. But this morning I was like, could I squeeze in recording a podcast episode before he arrives? So we will find out. <laughs> but today I don't, I don't want to talk about tile. I don't want to talk about bathrooms. What I actually want to talk about is tools that I use in my business to make client management easy. Now, before we get into the tools, I know that you may have heard of these tools before. They're not like brand new tools that are like, oh my gosh, I have to, I've never heard of this. I have to go check this out. No, they're probably tried and true tools. I learned about them from other people, but the ways that I use them might be a little bit different than you've heard other people use, or I might share with you some tips with some new features, new to you features that you didn't even know that they had that makes client management so much easier. So I'm excited to share these with you. So the first tool I want to share with you is Debsado. Now, in my show notes, I'm going to link up all of the links to these tools so that you can check them out. If you use my link to sign up, they are affiliate links, so I get a little bit of a kickback. So I appreciate it if you do use my links, but you don't have to. So make sure that you check out the show notes at Jackie-Ellis.com. But Debsado is one of the very first tools that I started using in my business when I started managing ads clients. And that was because I needed, well, somewhere to store their information, kind of like a CRM, but I needed some ability to sign contracts. And I did a lot of research with different tools like HoneyBook and I can't even remember some of the other tools that I had tried. I think it was like Hello Sign just for the contract signing and that sort of thing. But Dubsado really stood out to me because of some of its other features. So I got Dubsado for the contract portion, but what I actually use it for now is for the application, the proposal, and the contract. And and when we combine those together, we call it a workflow. Okay. Now you'll notice that I don't use it for my invoicing. I did in the beginning because I was like, oh, this is perfect. I love it. There are some things I don't love about Dubsado's invoicing. I'm not going to get into that since that's not the way that I use it, but no, if you're looking for an all-in-one, this could be a really good solution for you. It does allow you to connect, I think, Stripe and PayPal for accepting payments, but I found an easier solution that I'll tell you about in a couple minutes. So here's how I use Dubsado, okay? When someone is interested in working with us, I give them a link to an application. 
Now I'm not going to get into the, like the whole like lead generation because yes, they can book a call and they can, I guess that would be the, the other way that I use Dubsado is to book discovery calls. But once we're to the application phase, right? Application. So you can create a form on Dubsado. You can do all this kind of fancy stuff with it actually. But when they fill out the form, it sends me a notification in Slack. I have a zap, I guess, set up to send me a notification and my team so that we don't miss any of these applications that are coming in. Okay. Now we do have a workflow that happens after someone has been on a call. So they have to apply first and then they can get on a call, you know, if they're qualified and then a workflow starts. So let's say that I get on a discovery with call with someone. We decide that this is going to be a good fit for them. I want to send them an official proposal. So I create my proposal in Dubsado, which by the way, I've only created it once and I can use that proposal and customize it for every client. Now, I hope my clients aren't listening because I really only customize about two lines on that proposal. Okay. Everything else is the same. And you know what? If they are listening, I hope they do the same darn thing with their clients because it's such a time saver. So the pieces of the proposal that I customize are the parts that are, are uh, related to the call that we had specifically. So I will mention something specific about their business. Like it was so nice to chat with you about X, Y, Z, and I can't wait to learn more about da, 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 da. Or I will just make some personal statements at the beginning about something that came up on our discovery call, you know, or I can't wait to help you with, you know, da, 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 whatever they mentioned, right? So that it feels personal, but the rest of the proposal is a template. We don't customize or start from scratch a proposal for every single client. Okay. The proposal is basically the same. So my workflow, I go into Dubsado and we click on start workflow or however that happens. I don't even do it anymore. Someone on my team does, but they start that workflow. It sends me a notification to customize that proposal. Just right in those two lines. Perfect. I click send or approve. It sends it. Okay. Once they have accepted the proposal, it automatically sends them an SOW. So the SOW is a statement of work and attached to that is our master client service agreement. So the master client service agreement is a contract that every client gets that just has the big overview of the agreement of working with us. Like it might have the non-disclosure. It has, it's, it's been so long since I've actually looked at it. I can't remember exactly how it's broken down, but it's like every client that works with us has the master client service agreement. But each project has a statement of work, okay? And those that's kind of like a subcontract. So a statement of work would be, here's the deliverables that we agreed on for the work we're going to do for you. So an ads client is going to have an ads statement of work. A copywriting client is going to have a copywriting statement of work, okay? Now this sounds like a lot, but again, I only had to create it once. And then now when I, when I sell those services... I can reuse that over and over and over again, right? Now, the workflow sends that statement of work. And if they don't sign it within 24 hours, it sends a reminder. 48 hours, it sends a reminder. 72 hours, I think that it actually makes someone on my team go and take action on it. It might just send a reminder. I can't remember. Once they have signed the statement of work, they don't get reminders anymore. It sends them the welcome email, okay? In the welcome email, 
there is a link to their invoice. And I'm going to get into the invoicing next and the next tool that I use. But I put it in the welcome email. People put invoices at different places. You know, some people want to collect the money before they even send the statement of work. I don't. I want contracts to be read and signed before they give me any money. It just makes things easier in my opinion. Okay. After they have paid, it sends an intake form. And then again, they receive reminders if they don't complete the intake form. Because I am not getting on a call with any client who has not submitted information for us to do research before we get on that call. That becomes a waste of time for us. So it's really important that they um, fill out that intake form and they will receive reminders until they do. (laughs) Okay. So I love Dubsado because like I said, from the application to the contract, to the welcome email, to the invoice, all of that is automated once I send the proposal. Okay. Brilliant, right? I love it. I love automating lots of things in my business, can't automate everything. And there's some things that are really important not to automate. In my opinion, they just need a personal touch, but like, I also feel challenged. How personal can I make some of my automations? I kind of geek out about that a little bit, but the second tool that I use is Samcart. Now I've thought over the years about breaking up with Samcart, to be honest, I don't love everything that Samcart does. Some of their marketing actually gets under my skin a little bit, <laughs> but which is funny because maybe it's just because I'm a marketer. It it do, it really does bother me how they pick on some brands sometimes as examples, but I guess I'm kind of doing that to them right now. But I use Samcart for my invoicing system. We have used it for selling services for selling recurring services like monthly ads management. We have sold courses, uh, one-off offers, upsells, you name it. What I love about Samcart is that the invoicing and the receipt, it's like an entire system that's already set up for you. So it'll send payment receipts. It'll send reminders of upcoming payments. It's really well created like the system, it's already there for you. It's customizable, but it's not so customizable that the integration is really challenging. And I'll say I've used, I've used other softwares that it was like, you had to link everything up manually and it was really confusing and it leaves a lot of room for error. This is not the case. When you create something, you know, a a payment plan or a, a, invoice in Samcart, which by the way, they don't really call them invoices. I think they call them offers and products. And because I'm an agency, I call them invoices. So you kind of have to change the language a little bit there, change how you think about Samcart because it's more for course sales than it is for service sales, but we use it and it works really well. So you can create essentially an invoice and you can make it a one-time payment. You could make it a setup fee and then ongoing payments. You could make it recurring payments. I love it. I love it. It's so easy. You can also add on that page. It's kind of like a mini sales page. Although on mine, I really just keep it like, this is the thing and this is the price. Because at this point, you literally are just sending the link for them to pay. You're not trying to sell them. This is not a sales page, right? A sales page, like after someone sees your webinar 
and they want to buy your course, like you've still got to convince them. In the agency, we've had a sales call and we're not trying to convince them anymore. We're just trying to move them. We're, they've, they've already been convinced, let's just say. Okay. But on that page, you can also add add-ons. So this is a really great way to increase your, your cart value or your lifetime value for your customers or for your clients by just offering additional services on that payment page. And all they have to do is check mark the box. For example, let's say that I'm selling ads management. I send the monthly service invoice. You'll be billed this today and then this every single month. And they're like, great, I'm ready to make the payment. So I send them the invoice. That's what it says. And then at the bottom, it says, would you also like uh, a five-part email sequence? Would you also like two videos edited for an upcoming promotion or something? You know, I'm just making things up now, but you can just add those on. And if they check mark that box, it adds that to their order and to the payment due. You can um, also add on order bumps and upsells, one-off packages, services, that sort of thing. So that would be a little bit more like a funnel. I think if you're a service-based business, that an add-on is good. Like add this onto my service. Like if you don't include strategy calls or something like that, you can add on strategy calls. I think that's great. I think it's a little weird for a service-based business to have like an upsell on the next page. That feels... A little, a little weird that feels a little bit more like a passive strategy than a client strategy. So just keep that in mind. Now, Samcart has two features, and this is why I have not broken up with Samcart. They have two new features that I think you're really going to like. The first one is embeddable checkouts. Okay. When they, sometimes when software rolls out new services, I'm like, why did they spend so much time creating this? I don't understand what it is. Or other companies already do it. So like, why is this a big deal? But you guys, this is a game changer. And when you combine it with the next feature that I'm going to tell you about, this is a real game changer. So what it means to have an embeddable checkout means the portion where you just say, this is the cost, pay now, like, and enter your information and pay now, that portion can be embedded on any page anywhere. Okay, that means if you use lead pages and you upgraded so that you can have the their not so wonderful checkout process. I've used it before. Lots of my clients have used it. I don't love lead pages checkout process. Or even FG funnels. We use FG funnels in the business and we've used click funnels in the business and linking up checkouts and stuff like that is really challenging. It's it's that piecing it together yourself, right? But what if you could just create your offer in Samcart and then embed that checkout on any other page? And Samcart sends your receipt automatically and sends reminders automatically and all of that, right? It's brilliant. Now, here's the really brilliant part, especially if you're a high ticket coach or course creator, and you don't like the payment plan option. Now, side note here, not everyone runs into this problem, but a lot of business owners do, a lot of course creators do, where let's say that you have a 997 offer, so a $1,000 offer, $1,000 course, let's say, and 
you want to make an affordable payment plan. So the common thing to do used to be $97 for, for 12 payments, right? Make it really affordable for people. But then you are only collecting $97 up front. And if, if you're launching or spending money on ads, you might be spending a lot more than you're making back. And it'll take many, many months to catch up, right? So you're basically financing the purchase yourself. But what Samcart and a lot of other companies um, have started to do, but Samcart's really the only one that I've found that integrates all of these options, is they have taken on a firm, PayPal, um, I think it's called PayLater or something like that. They've partnered with Stripe to make a SamPay option. Um, and there's another one, Karna or Klarna or something, I can't remember, something with a K. And all these companies do is they take on the payment plan for you. Okay, so if someone registers with a firm to purchase their your 997 course through a firm, then a firm pays you the full amount minus a small fee. And then a firm collects the money from the client. Okay, so the client gets a payment plan. They get to choose how, how many payments do I want to make and how much money, you know, am I willing to pay in those payments, but they are paying a firm. A firm pays you upfront. Okay. I hope that you caught that. And I hope that your mind is blown right now because this is a game changer for course creators. I wouldn't say for service providers so much, unless you only have a pay in full option, but most service providers like our ads management and our marketing retainers, they're monthly retainers. So it's kind of like we already broke down their package into monthly payments. So I don't really need this for my services, but for courses, absolutely. You don't have to offer, you don't have to finance their payments anymore. You don't have to finance their purchase. You can just use SamPay or I'm sorry, SamCart, and then they would get the option for a firm, PayPal, SamPay or Klarna, I hope that I'm saying that right, whatever it's called, um, where they can choose a payment plan through those options. Okay. Awesome. It's awesome. And you can embed that on any page. It's, it's amazing. So I mentioned before about Dubsado, you can check out the show notes to find out more about Samcart or about Dubsado. You can also check out the show notes to find out more about Samcart. I'm linking up my affiliate link and I think that you actually get a little bit of a perk for signing up through me and I get a little bit of a perk too. So Jackie-Ellis.com, go to the podcast and you'll see it in the show notes. All right. My third project manage, or I'm sorry, my third client management tool is ClickUp. I'm not going to take a lot of time to talk about ClickUp because I could probably talk for days about it. We love using ClickUp to manage our client projects. Okay. So once a client comes on, we have an onboarding template, an onboarding system. We have a project management system, and then we have an offboarding system for when clients, you know, leave or move on. Right. I do have a project, I'm sorry, an onboarding template for ads management mostly that is available in my shop. Okay. It's a ClickUp template. If you use Asana, you can also apply it to Asana, but Asana doesn't have all the same features as ClickUp. So it's not 
it's not able to do all the exact same things, but you can check out my onboarding template for new clients at jackie-ellis.com shop. Okay. Just go to the website, click on shop. It'll take you there and you can see the tool, um, how we have our onboarding set up for clients. This was a huge game changer for us because we used to try and remember all the things to do. I shouldn't say we, I should say me. I used to try and remember all the things to do with a new client when it was just me running the business. And when I started bringing on team members, they needed to know, you know, what was in my head. I had to get that down into a process. And so I created that process and then I'm sharing it with all of you. So you can check out that onboarding template for new clients using ClickUp, jackie-ellis.com slash shop. Okay. But I should probably record a whole separate episode just on ClickUp because like I said, I could talk a lot about this, but what I love is that you can set up recurring tasks. So my team, we have recurring like routine tasks that we do maybe every, every day, every week, once a month, once a quarter, that sort of thing. We have those for business tasks. We also have those for every individual client. So every morning we have a morning check-in task with client um, on their ads. Every week we have a weekly reporting task, that sort of thing. And this really ensures that nothing falls through the cracks. So there's one feature in particular that I think really makes ClickUp stand apart from any other project management tool. And that is the ability to send emails from within the tool. This is a little bit hard for me to describe, but basically I can have a task, a recurring task. This is how, this is one of the ways that we use this feature. Okay. I have a recurring task that says, send this client a report every Friday. All right. And so within the task, it has all the information that I need to copy and paste into an email to send them. But there's a little button within the task itself with a little envelope, like an email icon. And when I click on that, it po- it starts uh, the email creation. I mean, just kind of like Gmail where, you know, you have your two, your CC, your subject line, your email content. Now we take this a step further for our weekly reports. We use a templated email that says, happy Friday. We've prepared your report. Click the link below. You know, if you have any questions, da, 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 da that sort of thing. And then we do customize a little bit of the information in there, but then we just copy and paste their, the link to their actual, actual report. So I can just, within that task itself, I can send an email to the client and poof, it goes. And then any replies that they make on that email will show up in my Gmail because that's really who's sending the email, right? And anyone on my team that has access to that task will also see the responses. Now, what I love about this, it's kind of like Slack where everyone that's in the channel can see uh, the communication. What I love about this is anyone on the team could see the communication too. So if it is sensitive information, you may want to consider, you know, who can access that. So your entire team can see the communication that's been going on. And so if you reply to your client within ClickUp, 
everyone will see their reply. It's kind of like a, a thread. If they reply to you, the team will see that as well. And it's just so great for keeping communication within email, if that's what you prefer. I really do. We don't use Slack for client channels. We just found that it was too hard. It got a little out of hand. It got a little crazy. The threads get crazy. The expectations get a little bit crazy sometimes. So we really like to keep it in email where we can, you know, find uh, that conversation, uh, keep it in one place, that sort of thing. And ClickUp helps us do that. But it also helps us like on a little bit bigger of a level where even though I'm sending it from my Gmail, from my email address or someone on my team is, other team members can still see that conversation. And I love that. So I hope that you found that these three tools, um, I hope you found that maybe they would be helpful in your business. If you want to check them out, go to the show notes. You can find them at Jackie-Ellis.com and then look for the podcast. And again, there's affiliate links in there that you can find to investigate, do some research, or even sign up for these tools. If you have questions about how I use these, feel free to follow up with me on Instagram. Shoot me a DM. Let me know, hey, I use this tool too, but I was wondering how you use it for this. Or, you know, could you go into more in depth about whatever it is. I love sharing about this stuff. I mean, this is lessons learned over the course of my business about the best way to use these tools. And I want you to have the same, if not more success. And these tools can really make it easier. So hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. As always, you can find show notes, links, and more over at Jackie-Ellis.com. And if we haven't connected yet, make sure you come find me on Instagram at I am Jackie Ellis and shoot me a DM. Let me know what episode you listened to and what you thought. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for being brave, being amazing, and just being you. I can't wait until next time.